Welcome to the Quality Meat Scotland podcast. Industry updates and best practice to promote, support, develop and protect the Scottish red meat sector. In the current crisis, we can't really stay in physical contact with one another. You know, by and large, we're cut off from family members, friends and colleagues. We can't meet up at work, at the mart or even over the farm gate. But it's still really important to try and keep in touch, to stay informed. To that end, over the next few weeks, Quality Meat Scotland will be producing these podcasts. I'm Mark Stephen, and each week I'm going to be speaking to one of their team to try and bring you their perspective on the current situation and to find out what they're trying to do about it. This week I'm talking to Leslie Cameron, who's QMS's Director of Marketing and Corporate Communications. Now, Leslie's got over 20 years' experience working in the food and drinks industry. Previously, she's worked with Baxter's, McSween's and Kettle Produce. She's been with QMS since summer of last year. Now, just because we're all doing this from our homes, inevitably, uh, let's just check everything's working. Can you hear me okay, Leslie? I can. Jolly good. Right, fine. Well, we're quids in then. Now, I looked up your remit. Um, it's usual stuff you would expect, brand delivery, marketing, communication strategies, education activity, all of that. But tucked on to the end of the list is issues management. Can I take it that COVID-19 and lockdown is definitely an issue? It's an issue, yes, but it's an issue that we've adjusted to in a very positive way as an industry. In what way have you adjusted to it? Week one was adjusting to a new working environment. Um, Week two was dealing with a lot of crisis management and issues with the supply chain, Um, getting specialist groups put together and adjusting to having our meetings on the likes of Zoom um, and uh, FaceTime and all the different mediums that we use day to day. I have to keep on reminding myself that five weeks ago I'd never heard of Zoom. I seem to spend my life on it nowadays. I certainly do as well. And Teams, Microsoft Teams, um, it's been fantastic. However, we've all adjusted to what times we need to go on to Teams because there's certain times in the day, like 10 o'clock, that I think the full nation are having their meetings. But for us, we've adjusted. We've got into a new way of working. We are still able to talk with all our key stakeholders from retailers down to our processors, down to our, our farmers. So I think longer term, this will actually be a positive thing because we don't have to fly around the whole of the UK going forward. We can have these meetings in the same manner. Just for a start, tell me what your team are up to. Uh, For example, the Make It campaign. Our strategy under our Make It campaign is to drive consumer awareness of the Scotch brand, inspire our consumers to cook steaks, to cook lamb, to cook pork, and to ensure that we have consistency at point of purchase, so to have point of sale in stores when consumers are shopping. I saw an aspect of that was basically say, you know, cook once, eat twice. Explain that. So what we're looking to do is get consumers to um, say cook a leg of lamb and then use the leftovers in a lamb curry um, and doing a lot of batch cooking as well. So ensuring that they they buy in bigger quantities and batch cook as well, because we're seeing a lot of um, families now that are um, home cooking with their children and they don't have the time at nights to prepare a meal every single evening. Yeah, it's kind of difficult getting peace and quiet at the moment, isn't it? It certainly is. It's a new way of working when you have um, little people at your feet and trying to do a full time job. But it's interesting. I take it part of this idea is actually to provide them with handy recipes. It is. And it's to ensure that people know how to defrost red meat, cook red meat, cook the perfect steak 
It's just giving them inspiration and actually simple recipes as well that the whole family can cook together. Our whole strategy is based around inspiring people to cook. It's very, very different to where it would have been pre the coronavirus. The messaging pre-corona was very much about sustainability, health messages, environmental messages. So we have had to change to the current climate, which is all about home comforts, create your home restaurant, really easy recipes. And it's all about the inspiration. And does that tie into the national campaign? It certainly does. And QMS are really really proud to have their campaign assets used at national level. We're working with HDB and HCC, our counterparts, and each of the regions being British, being Scotch and being Welsh, will be using consistent assets that have been driven by QMS. So we're very proud to have led this with the, the other levy bodies. Just out of curiosity, where did you get the recipes from? Was it you working with a particular batch of chefs or a chef? We work with different chefs. At the moment, we're working with a lot of influencers, one being Tom Kitchen, the other being Gary, our Scotland's national chef. So we have quite a data bank of different chefs we work with. And also we work with home economists to provide us with recipe inspiration, which is very much driven around different food trends, different flavour trends. And the British body and the Welsh body, are they finding the same issues, finding the same solutions as are happening here with Quality Meat Scotland? They certainly are. I think the the sort of emphasis behind the campaign is to address the carcass imbalance, because what we've seen to date is a lot of the higher cuts going into mince, and there's been a large proportion of the sales within the retail outlets that have been mince. So consumers are eating less steaks. Um, So what we're here to do is actually give them the inspiration to cook a perfect steak. Sounds good to me. There's a lot of question marks at the moment. I mean, nobody really knows how long this is going to last. Are you able as a team to look forward at all? Do you know what you want to do when we get to the other side of this? Uh, we're at the moment, we're doing some research in terms of the impact with consumers of coronavirus, um, how they're feeling through the coronavirus and what impact it will have longer term on their mindset and opinion. So that will give us guidance to how we market our brands going forward. Is this just an opportunity to, I'm saying you could just sit there and try and read the runes and think, OK, this is what's going to happen and we'll be ready for it when we come out the other side of coronavirus. Or is it an opportunity to actually influence the public in a direction that, as an industry, you would like? It certainly is. I mean, there's not a lot of positives around coronavirus, as you see in the news every day. But for us, consumers have gone back to basics, back to comfort, back to brands. And that's a good thing. And I and I hope coming out of this that they will remember that British, Scottish, Welsh farmers have all made sure that food is on the table. So I hope this is actually going to put the red meat industry in a stronger light coming out of it. So you're almost talking about establishing an emotional bond between consumers and suppliers. It's back to tradition. Yeah. For how long tradition will be the sort of importance, we aren't sure. And that's what we want to measure coming out of the research, because I'm sure at this time next year, the messaging will be different. It will be probably back to the sustainability messaging the, the health messaging, the high protein, what red meat can deliver. But short term, I think comfort is is here to stay. 
Just before we started speaking and recording this, you had to chase your wee one down the stairs with our Barbie doll. You know, it, it's not just adults that are stuck at home. There's heaps of kids stuck at home too. Is this an opportunity to get your message across to a captive audience? It is. We've had a few initiatives, one being our Kids Farm Diaries, um, which is children on the farm um, that would normally be at school and uh, we've been using that through our YouTube channels um, highlighting it on social media so that parents can show tr- their children what the farming industry is about from a child's perspective so really getting that feel to fork piece re- resonating with the younger generation uh, we're working with a chef called Daniela who uh, we've worked with in schools and she is educating the younger consumer to or the younger trip children cooking with their mums and dads so we are we are trying to do things to actually educate and and help parents keep their children occupied because that's the hardest thing um and I think the younger ones it's even harder with because my child is only like three and a half so it, it's constant um and it's baking cakes and she wants to be into everything in the kitchen so it's great when you've got the time. <laughs> it's great you've got the resource where, you know, you, you're looking at the lives of, you know, youngsters on farms. They live on farms, etc. But, you know, for the, for the ones that don't live on farms, how do they know that resource is there? How do you point them towards it? Through our social media channels, through um, all the activity that we're doing. So we're, we're not directly targeting children because we wouldn't be able to do that as a brand. But we're targeting the parents to show the children. Yeah. So the information is all out there. It's, it's strange, you know, bearing in mind the difficulties that we're all facing, you come across as being really positive. You've got to be positive um, because life is full of challenges. And, you know, it's just a different way of working. And to be fair, we're in a rapidly changing environment day to day. You know, I will be in a different position tomorrow. There will be another challenge. And I, and I think either you're positive or you're negative, and I just have a positive outlook. It's a different way of working. So how do you feel about the future of the red meat industry in Scotland? Uh, big question. How do I feel about that? I think it will always be challenging, and I think it's going to take a bit of time for us to recover. But we as QMS, we will continue to do all the good work that we're doing with our consumers. We will continue to keep our stakeholders up to speed. Um, so I think long term, I can't I can't say how it's going to be in the future. I just think we have to deal with the here and now and plan for the whatever eventualities are down the road. Leslie, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. That was Leslie Cameron there, QMS's Director of Marketing and Corporate Communications. I'm Mark Stephen. Thanks very much for downloading this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Quality Meet Scotland podcast. For news and to listen back to previous episodes of the podcast, visit qmscotland.co.uk. For Scotch beef, Scotch lamb and specially selected pork recipe videos and inspiration, visit www.scotchkitchen.com or follow Scotch Kitchen on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.